This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. No, no messing around on that one. Right to the fucking point. And I, I think I think that was actually quite audible. No, that was I, I heard that one well. All right. Well, yeah. I think you had the right technique there, Ag, this time around. Well, it's like I want to get the I want to get the ball rolling here. Absolutely. And the ball rolling. Oh, hang on a second. Just gotta fix the. There we go. Yes, <laughs> we know it's recorded. Jesus. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Sorry, we're, we're doing some. We were having some technical difficulties today, but. That pop fizz, as you all know, is the start of a new episode of the Innocuous Bastards podcast. The show you did not ask for yet, here we are. And uh, yeah, it's another, it's another beautiful day here in Portland, Oregon, where we are based, where studio, where the IB Studios, what is this, 3.0 at this point? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's 2.0, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but setup is 3.0. But regardless, Edgar, Edgar does not have to keep up with that kind of stuff. But anyway, AG, how have you been? I've been pretty good, uh, despite the red marks on my face. Pretty good. Did you get Did you get in a fight or something? What's going it on? Kind of, it looks worse than it is, but I was just kind of shaving with a, a one of those electric trimmers, and it was kind of catching my skin a little bit. Oh, so I mean, it wasn't painful, but man, it's like I thought this would be healed by today. Well, and as I, I, I for sure thought it was uh, uh, was Darth Darth Vader from the latest <laughs> Obi One. Uh, show that was just on, which is amazing, at least in my opinion, uh, giving him the, uh, the you know the little choker, the, the choke thing that he does. Oh, so it's force choke. choke. So it's, it's the, the force choke, choke that a, that uh, AG got from the. So it's uh, choke marks, is what you're, you're exactly. saying. Exactly. Well, they're very very kinky. I'm trying to cover up the choke marks. That's what. Well, um, maybe you should you know wear. Tur- a, I would tur- say turtleneck. Wear a turtleneck. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, in the heat of summer. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Mac, have you been? Pretty damn good. The uh, you know the most recent time off has been good, and I did have a little bit of time off. I went out and did a, a full eighteen uh, with uh, my older son, who will be twenty five. And uh, that amazingly, is, that's crazy stuff. I know. Oh I know. Gosh. I'm trying that to think. Is wild. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when you guys may have first known of him or met him at some point, and it must have been when he was in high school still, uh, or maybe even earlier than that, because uh, it was oh seven. I met most most of y'all heathens. So. Yeah, I think. I mean, I like. I think the first time I officially met him um, was when we were shooting "Don't Stop Believing." Oh shit! You know, at your, at, your, yeah. at your apartment. Yeah, yeah. So he would have been uh, sixteen then. Yeah, now he's twenty. What was that wow. right? No. Well, anyway, whatever it is, he's he's much older. He's taller than I am. It's embarrassing. He's in better shape. Like all all, all of the above. But it pisses me off. But speaking of don't stop believing, yes. um, you know, obviously for those who, who are not in the know, it was actually a karaoke video that we created, as, as Max said, back in 2011. It was for a contest at a, a local uh, video. What is it? I guess karaoke private karaoke rooms establishment called yes. Voice Box. Yeah. And uh, and it actually won. Mm-hmm. It won first place. Uh, but the reason I'm mentioning that is because uh, one of the actors in, the, in, that, in that video is joining us today in this particular episode, Kim. Miss Kim, welcome back to the podcast. Hi. Have you been? Happy to be back. Nice to see you all. Um, pretty good. I think 
As you know, I am a, a reptile living in human form, <laughs> so I love this weather. Was not terribly happy to have a super rainy spring. I was I was actually going to ask you about that because I mean, unless I'm horribly mistaken, you grew up in Hawaii, correct? Correct. And this is uh, cold for you, or is this just right for you? This weather. <laughs> <laughs> this feels great. Yeah, I think it was more just like the bait and switch of like throughout. I don't know. March of this year until the last couple weeks, it was just like the sun was like, nah, and <laughs> temperatures over 65 were like, nope, and weather-wise, all the water and all the rain was were all like, we live here now, we <laughs> occupy your head, and I was just like, no, not ready, not into that anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we're going to we're heading for another heat wave here next week. And by heat wave, I mean anything above 80, 80 degrees to me as a, as a heat wave. I don't know. I, I know you've not been to my my mm -hmm. new digs, Kim, yet, but uh, I, know, bums. I did not uh, reinstall a window AC unit. This is like riveting radio right now, a window AC unit. <laughs> so this 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 place is a is a sauna i'm sorry about that ag and okay <laughs> it's gonna be a sauna that's good i'm actually doing okay i'm shocked uh that i am otherwise i'd be demanding satisfaction but i'd say that uh you know i i, I keep learning more and more because i did the 23 and mean uh six or seven months ago and i found out you know the percentages and all this kind of bullshit uh, and the more and, more, and they keep sending me updates on the percentages which is kind of weird it's like well we've refined this and we found this it hasn't changed substantially. It's a little bit more, uh, there's a little bit more Nordic stuff in there. There's more Irish and Scottish, but it keeps leading me to believe that the, the, the in, inherent, uh, you know, not wanting to be in the heat is definitely related to the 23 and me. I totally mm. believe all that shit now. Uh, I think anything above 80 is, it feels just like a fucking volcano outside and I don't want to be involved in it. And, you know, and that's the other thing is that the weather, not just it only it only brings out you know people who like the you know the sun and all that kind of but also brings out the weirdos <laughs> and the psychos and and the, the people that you don't want to hang around. So um, <laughs> I'm more than happy to hang out inside and, uh, and 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 watch all all that go by all the zombie apocalypse that's gonna we're gonna be happening in the summer. We, it, it will be 94 in the next couple of days here. Oh jeepers! It's coming. There's nothing we can do about it. You might as well accept well, it now. Kim's probably happy about that. Yeah. Well. I mean, Hawaii doesn't you get know, to 94. I'm pretty, I think, like, I get it and I agree. People in this particular city descend into a very particular kind of madness every time <laughs> the temperature gets, like, 85 and upwards. However, as we've seen since, I'd say, like, 2016 and onward, you don't need the hot weather for the crazy to come out. It's mm. just here, like, mm -hmm. it's just where we live. <laughs> I am not that, like, I see not much of a difference. I mean, that's not entirely true. I think there was a shooting at a church uh, near my house last night. No. So, <laughs> 2022, wow. we live in the upside down. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm not, I've not caught up on Stranger Things yet, but I know that that's a Stranger Things reference. But um, 
but speaking we, of- ju- we just finished the the last season last night and i'm not going to say anything but how many seasons feelings. is it so far lots of- four. So four four seasons yeah. and the fifth will be its final Oh, gosh, four seasons already? So they're already going to be in their 40s or something by that time? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? yeah, I know. All the actors are going to be, like, in AARP, same as us. Yeah, I think I've only seen two seasons of it. Um, I'm not sure why. I, 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 think I, I think I was just really irritated by the second season, which is why I stopped watching it. Yeah, I was the same. Um, but clearly, Fair. It, the show has enough fans to, to, you know, to warrant additional seasons. But uh, I want to go back real quick to the heat real quick here, because a, a question. Uh, I just learned that my niece is actually, one of my nieces is getting married in Hawaii uh, December uh-huh. of 2023. So next year, December. What is, and I, I, I imagine it varies per, per island, but maybe not. But what is typical, the typical weather in Hawaii December? Honestly, I don't have a ton of first-hand experience anymore, although December was the month that I typically was home for long stretches of time. Like, I would go back for my winter break when I was in college, and I was just there for, like, four weeks, typically around, you know, the, the wintry holidays. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, if you if you think this is hot, this is probably, like, a smidge warmer than what it will be in December of 2023. Oh, cool. However, we are also going through a climate catastrophe, so for all I know, it could be 200 degrees this well, time next fa- year, and I have no recommendations. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, the only thing that I'm hoping for or hoping against is to is to receive a, a, a alert on my iPhone that ballistic missiles are on their way to Hawaii. <laughs> Do you guys remember that from like yeah, five, yeah. six years ago? Oh, yes, it, I remember that. That was actually very <laughs> intense for me. So I don't love that. Oh boy. First hand, first hand experience or just family? Well, yeah, at the time that, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know the emergency broadcast system, I'm not really sure what entity, but mistakenly, they tweeted out an alert saying that ballistic missiles were headed for the state of Hawaii. This was probably, what, like five years ago, uh, something like that. My parents and several of my friends and family were living there at the time. But I got this rando phone call from my mom saying that she had gotten the alert, and essentially she was just like, so that's what I got. I love you. Goodbye. And because I am so articulate and good at at emotions, I my response was, um, what? <laughs> Quite verbose there. <laughs> and then, and then five minutes later, the the alert was revealed to be a mistake, like a grave error. I think in in that five that five minute period too i was like texting my sisters asking like did you get this from mom do you understand it what what's happening oh my gosh no comprehension oh my gosh so yeah if you ever have a life-threatening event don't call me unless you (laughs) want the response to be (laughs) no i i remember growing up with the the national emergency broadcast system or whatever it was and back during the cold war and growing up, you were, you know, you had shows all the time and shows that get, they get you all fucking whipped up into a frenzy worrying about, 
you know, the riskies, you know, shooting missiles at us. <laughs> and, and every time it would come on, it would go, it's just the whole, it's very ominous. It's a, it's a terrible experience if you haven't uh, been through it before, really. And I can only imagine if you live in, in places where they do it a lot more, they don't do it as much anymore. If you're in Tornado Alley or some shit like that, you're probably like, oh, shit, that's probably real. But, you know, we thought it was real, or at least I thought it was real, like every time I heard it back in the old days. And uh, it was, it's one of those things that if you hear it, it is like, it's it's the creepiest, uh, most disturbing thing that uh, you can go through. And I, and I hope that they, uh, you know, I know they, you know, they, they got to do the testing. and But I wonder who the asshole was who... Who did this? You know, was it uh, was it really an accident? Was it a, a hoax? Oh, that's was a good it, point. Uh, you know, did uh, he get fired? He or he or she get fired? I mean, I mean, I was about to chastise you, but uh, for calling whoever it was an asshole because it, it, it could have been know, a bitch. Been, it yeah. could have no. That's not what I was. That wasn't my. That was not my point. My point was going to be let's not be let's not rush to judge. Yeah. Meant, I mean, definitely the way it was portrayed in the media is that it was an accident. It was supposed to be or somebody. I, I can't even remember the details, but it was an accident, and so don't assume that it was a, an asshole dick move. Right, um, right. Okay. Because I mean, th- those are—I mean, those do happen. I mean, like I think a dick move is. Do you guys remember? I mean, obviously, again, tragic. That there was a plane crash, I think, in San Francisco. We too low. Yeah, something wrong. We too low. Yes. Now that—that is a dick move. I—I I actually laughed uncontrollably after reading that the first time and I thought I, I haven't I still don't feel that bad about laughing at it but I should I should feel bad about that and the thing is of course like whoever did it whoever that did that hoax a we'll probably we will probably never know who it is because I mean I thought they you- did say it was like an intern or something like that I think they even had the guy's name out no an but- intern was the one who yeah supposedly um I think received it received terrible. information anyway terrible, terrible. but anyway uh, and I think horrible uh, I think, you know, uh, in, in terms of 2022 so far, since uh, Kim kind of alluded to it earlier uh, as a, a lamentation, and we're only at the halfway point in this in the calendar year of 2022, but it's been quite a freaking year so far, mm. for sure. Uh, and not, even not in the insane. most positive ways. I mean, like in the last couple of weeks alone, holy crap. I mean, you, you talked about your church, the church shooting that happened in your area kim but certainly you know there there have been um the the most publicized recently um is the one that happened in chicago uh during the fourth of freaking july parade and you know and then i think i read somewhere that the guy had planned to go to another city if he hadn't gotten caught and and do the same thing at another fourth of july parade yeah he was gonna go to madison correct oh my gosh yeah madison yeah i mean i'm going to just in the interest of not spreading misinformation, I'm going to say it's not, it, from what I heard about the shooting in my area last night, it was more like there was violence, there was like gunfire outside of the church. Like, I don't believe a shooter went into a church and like ravaged a service and a, and like worshipers who were practicing at the time i think it was just like there was something happening outside but they found the body in front of this church oh, and boy. honestly like everything nothing really phases me like it would not surprise me i mean i mean but you wouldn't have like gone there and taken a selfie with the body or i 
I mean, I have a pretty grim sense of humor, but that wouldn't be my go-to. I mean, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't post an Insta story about it. I should say, I would say, yeah, it, it, I would agree. That. <laughs> One of those like reels. Yeah, a reel. Ew. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. Yeah, you know, I think that you know, the more we continue to go on into 2022, it shows that. You know, from judgments laid laid down by the Scrotus, uh, you know, we uh, they're continuing to dig into uh, you know everyday life, and it really does affect us in a, in, in a pretty big way. These social um, conservatives who are continuing to en- encroach into everyday life—it's it, to me—it's become a really big problem. And and you know, it's always funny to me is that these. These assholes talk about activist courts. Uh, this is the most activist court we've had in our in, in the two hundred plus years we've been, uh, uh, you know, whatever the hell it is that we are anymore. It's 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 dangerous. It's really dangerous, and it's all based on uh, uh, religion and an outdated interpretation of what the Constitution says. Uh, so to me, it's it's pretty scary. It's pretty it's, it's very scary times because, you know, I've I've said for a few years now on the, on the show, the guys know and other people know that I feel like we're closer to a civil war, a real civil war than we've ever been in our lifetimes, uh, certainly, and maybe even since the actual civil war, Be- and not just because of these decisions, just because of the the lack of understanding of really what that means. People talk a lot and they're now they're willing to actually act on it and, and go out there and do it because of, you know, the, the breaking down of dis of discourse, the breaking down of, uh, satire and, and comedy, I think in a lot of ways as, you know, as well, I think they're, you know, I think the certain movements have its, have its purpose in place and, and examine, ideas and uh and ways of doing things that we should change but it's uh it's it's in a dangerous place right now at least that's just my opinion anyway absolutely and i think you know um with everything that's happened like again in the in the last couple of weeks alone and certainly uh just for the first half of the year and and with the recent decisions by this uh, I like I like that you said Scrotus. I've, I don't think I've heard that before, but this particular Scotus, it's definitely very scary because you know the, it's just this. It, it, it sounds like they just started, you know, like and then there'll it's be more to come. Yeah. There'll be yeah. more to come that will that will begin to and continue to strip, strip away rights that that we've uh, we've all enjoyed. But but we'll dive into that at the uh, at the uh, the next segment after after a quick break here but again well i'm gl- we're glad th- to have you kim and uh, we'll be taking a quick break welcome back from the break um i hope you made it a great one edgar Because again we we're, we exist for you purely for you wait, um, t- wait till he actually goes through all of these recordings and <laughs> notices how many times we talk about him well I, 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 some some motherfucker better let him know well i truly hope that every time we mention his name or every time we we dedicate a podcast episode to him that 
that he like convulses or something. I mean, like or like sneezes or oh. or like, I don't know about convulsing, but yeah, <laughs> has an has an epileptic attack. How about an orgasm? Somebody's let's thinking about me. Have an orgasm. I mean, oh let's my just God. say he gets a hard on. I, How about this? Leave it. I mean, the hard I, what was that, Kim? Let's leave Edgar's heart alone. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, welcome back from the break, and uh, certainly I think um, uh, Mac already got us started on, uh, along the path of of talking about. Scotus, Scrotus, Scrotus, my bad, and um, and all the things, all the bad things that, our opinion, bad things that they've come, uh, that they've got planned to, to come our way. But one of the things that, that that certainly, one of the first things they did, of course, is to uh, what is the actual proper term? Lifting of Roe v. Wade. Well, I think it depends. Overturning. On, yeah, overturning. It's the overturning. Yeah, essentially. Overturning yeah. of Roe v. Wade, and I'm not sure. Right. I, I think we may have talked about this in a maybe two episodes ago, as a potential at that time. It was still a potential. That's because they released the statement essentially about yeah uh, the uh, opinion of the of the judges uh, of the 63. But obviously, it became real, um, and you know, and Kim would think it's great that you're you're on the on the cast today because definitely would love to 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 get your opinion on 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 the goings-on about that. Well, yeah, we knew it was coming. The leaked memo made it all but certain. And despite the fact that it wasn't a surprise, I, um, yeah, my heart broke, too. I was, I, I don't really know what el- how else to describe it. This is an unprecedented thing where... I think about my life as a brand new adult and I think I had more rights on a federal level at that time than I do now. Ditto for my kid. I ditto for a lot of people who have uteruses. It's fucking wild. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I think one of the one of the things one of the sentiments that i've heard is that if you're thinking that this is just a a female problem or a woman's problem or a, a person with a uterus's problem you're wrong because you know i mean i think this 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 decision by scrotus impacts humans in, in general you know what you know regardless of gender because there are some repercussions around that would you would you agree absolutely. to that absolutely Oh, yes, yes. Thank you for making that point, because it it's absolutely true. This is a human rights crisis rather than a woman's crisis. And I know that when we talk about pregnancy and the birthing of humans, it tends to be discussed in the in phrases like women and, you know, ladies and like female stuff and well I, I I identify by use she her pronouns I identify as a woman I and in fact I have birthed a child I <laughs> don't I, I will always push back on the idea that just because that is primarily how the abortion rights issue has been has been framed it's it doesn't stop there there are repercussions for everybody, including cishet men, it, 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 we're all in this. Yeah, and it's, 
it's it's kind of crazy because and Mac had alluded to it earlier as well. It, it's tough not to kind of villainize religion in the in the in in all of this, even though you know there's there's way m- way more religious people who are actually good people and and can think about this a little, a little bit more rationally maybe uh, i'm 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 seeing some partial uh, head shaking over here but i'm just i just don't it's, want to overgeneralize and it's i think it's not Mac, rational but AG, being religious isn't being rational but AG, I agree. but ag uh, and you cuz you kind of warned warned the bastards a while back to not overgeneralize that's the only thing that i'm Did that's I? the only thing that i'm you may have done you may I? have been drunk <laughs> when was this? I, I demand receipts. Ago. Episode one hundred and twenty-seven. <laughs> no, but uh, but but religion. But religion definitely. Time mark twenty twenty. <laughs> Ouch. The religion definitely is 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 the other side of this, right? And and it's the cause, a main cause to 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 the 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 fight against abortions, right? Right. And 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 I think that's where this has all been blurred over and. The last two Republican administrations, even not so much as uh, with George H.W., but with his, his little bastard son and with the the Trumpians and the, the Christian evan- the evangelicals, they're completely fine with crafting whatever viewpoint it is to sit to uh, to lie to people to that the the Constitution and the founding fathers were for. Uh, this uh, a non secular government, which is completely false, completely false. And in fact, they knew the danger of of that happening, and all their their wildest dreams uh, in a negative way have or the wildest nightmares have now come true. Because what we are is not far. It, these these actions and things that are happening uh, with the with the way that the court is actually representative of the country is actually completely opposite. There are a lot more people who are less religious now than there were back in the 1980s, uh, back in the 1970s. It's not even close. It's not just atheism. It's just people are just like looking at this shit. It's like, yeah, this feels like a bunch of crap to me. It feels like we've been sold a, a, a bag of goods that you know only apply to certain people. It doesn't go to anybody else. And so the youth of America are becoming less religious and it's by generation, certainly it's it's changing that way. But and yet we have a government that is more and more ultra conservative and religious in the the different areas. So we're about to get uh, a very good chance of, of having uh, all the Republican control of all three branches of government again uh, in 2024. Uh, that doesn't represent. They keep saying, "Well, we're center right. We're not center fucking right." We're center left. I agree with that. And but I think more and more people are those people for whatever reason are being marginalized and um, and, and and told not to do things, uh, and they believe it because they believe there's no point in doing it because they see the results happening over and over again. But the even most dangerous thing is this whole idea of a lifetime appointment to the Supreme. What job? What other job has that? I don't know of any other job in the government that has a fucking lifetime appointment. Why the hell should that be allowed? Uh, it's to, uh, I know. To, to, the, the institutions just, it, it does not serve anymore. No. The, the logic behind it. The logic doesn't work anymore. It let's may just, not work just, anymore, but the logic is that you are less susceptible to political influence 
if you're not having to worry about running for a term or you're running about you know, the end of your term. I'm not saying this is ideal. I'm just saying this is the logic behind it. But the logic is broken because what McConnell did with Merrick Garland back uh, several years back, a lot of people still forget about that, is that Barack Obama had the constitutional right to nominate uh, Supreme Court justices more than a year before he was going to be leaving office. And they said no to that. They wouldn't even bring it up for a vote. Uh, that is going that scorched earth kind of thing will continue to happen. So therefore, it leads me to believe that there should no longer e- either they have to expand the court, which they call court packing, or they have to, which could even be could could backfire dramatically. Even if you want to look at it that way, it could definitely backfire. Or I think uh, term limits make a lot of sense if you want to put it for ten years fine uh and 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 then they should put something in there that you know every president has a right to at least put forth whether it's trump or not let them put forth a candidate they're going to be there for 10 years that's fine we don't need people in there for 50 years yeah especially you it's know, insane they're carrying archaic ideas and archaic ideas very much kim yeah. what are your thoughts on that i mean i uh, i am very skeptical of the idea that nine people should be dictating the law for an entire nation until they die. It's, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And AG is right in that the, the rules for setting up this court were to ostensibly deflect from political influence and, and allow the, the benefit of, I guess, cumulative knowledge to inform decisions as SCOTUS got handed cases. But, I mean, you can't tell me that a branch of the government is not political or susceptible to political and outside influence That's, that, that does not scan. Well, we know that it's, from Claire's comments. And that's comments. always been the case, regard, yeah, regardless of who is in power. But And speaking of that, I mean, obviously there's three branches of government, right? And they're supposed to be able for checks and balances. And I was, uh, I was listening to an NPR podcast uh, recently that said, I think the SCOTUS's actions and pending future actions here overstepped their authority and that the other two branches should... Should it, you know, do some level leveling here? What are your thoughts about that, AG? Well, so I'm, I'm a, I, of course, I hate this decision. I hate that this is actually putting a lot of other things in some sort of legal jeopardy, like uh, interracial marriages, things like that. Uh, but I think some of this is, and, and uh, taking into account that I disagree with. Uh, the Merrick Garland thing and the fact that the Republicans basically played the stall game until they got their way. But I do think that some of this is just, it's not going in our collective way right now. But if we start making changes like packing the court, say maybe we want 13 justices on there. Well, the next Republican comes on and they want 17 judges. So I think it's sometimes we need to, it's, this isn't great, but we need to work on going through the legislature, voting, and recognizing when 
I think a lot of the Republican platform now has become, we just want things how they were when white people had more power. Mm. And I just like, I'm just disgusted by it, but we need to get away from that mindset. Um, I, I sort of feel like the collective say media that youths, youths, consume youths should be better at there should be more proactive they should be a little more um, activist in 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 coming up with these ideas that promote unity and promote rights for everybody instead of this this regressive thinking that republicans have in that we want things how they were and i know this is this is their whole platform this is their whole uh philosophic philosophy is we liked it how it was. We want it back like that again. And it's just it's ter- putting the blinders on to all the changes that have happened in the world since, you know, I'm going to say white people were, had more power, maybe in the 50s or whatever. But that's not, that didn't work for a lot of people in this country. Okay? So we need to get away from that. We need to get away from this divisive uh, stuff, and I, I'm afraid that abortion is just one of those things that some people are never going to see eye to eye on. Um, but again, this we need to, as far as you know, access to it. This is a big problem. Yeah, to me, I don't have any problem seeing eye to eye on it uh, at all. You can dis- you could disagree with it, but the fucking fact is, is that it has been an established norm of our country, and they have tried. To, to codify Roe v. Wade numerous times within the Senate and, and in the House, and there's just never been enough support for it. And that's been on, frankly, on both sides of the coin with the Democrats and the Republicans. There uh, has been enough. Uh, has hard to agree. Yeah. has hasn't been enough juice for it, right, for whatever fucking reason. And so that leaves us here where you have one party extremely activist, which is the, the funniest thing that I keep hearing about is how activist someone like aoc is or bernie is like how the fuck is looking out for people and just doing common sense things activist i I think that speaks to what ag just said earlier well i'm just what i but i know no i know that but what i'm saying is that the you know where we need to go now is to is to stop settling for things and if that does mean court packing is that means getting rid of the um I was going to call it the rig and mortis. The uh, uh, rigmarole? Yeah, what the hell do they call it? The uh, Where you, you talk and talk and talk and you... Uh... Being Mac? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> the filibuster. Filibuster, yes. <laughs> uh, that, which does bring everything to a, a rigmarole and rig and mortis. Uh, you're getting rid of some of these things Rigatoni. where you, you just need... And it could. that's the thing I think will go back and forth and it will probably allow more... Of self-correction is you just get rid of that and then a, a majority will win but the majority won't always win because it'll go back and forth this whole idea of having to have 60 fucking votes is a joke i don't think there will ever be a super majority in this country again i don't think we'll ever have that i think it's too closely uh, uh down the middle and in fact even more so but even if you have 55 votes to uh, to you know, 45 you don't have enough to overrule some of this stuff. And and I know, I think Biden did do something. I think, uh, as we met today, he did put forth an executive order uh, to protect abortion rights. I know, and a lot of people, and, and that's it. It thing. was... Yeah, go ahead. 
I'll just I'll just point out here that it it was kind of weak sauce. Though. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. I I I mean, obviously, there's a lot more that I think the executive branch can do, but as far as support for reproductive justice and abortion rights, I, I thought I thought the statement was a little bit like, I don't know. Vote, vote, vote! Can you send your funds to the Democratic Party? I mean, that was just—and it's such bullshit because NPR. It, any PR person could have told you, like, "Oh, not now!" Yeah, come on. Exactly. I mean, I think we were all pretty happy when Biden won, at least the four of us here in this particular conversation. But the fact that he has gone back to like 1980s strategy, like, if he were actually to go further left, he would get way more support. That's what the, the fucking Republicans did. They went. They they've decided to go full on retard and, and 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 go ahead and join along with the Trump strategy. They can actually win again. It's this like half measures bullshit, and and like weak ass. Like you said, weak sauce. These little weak statements because we don't want to offend everybody. We want to make. I guarantee you, if you actually had a leader on the Democratic side right now, that would just say fuck that shit. Let's go ahead and do this now because you know you want it and you know you want me to give it to you. <laughs> Let's do something about this. Uh, hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I honestly did not really intend to discuss the makeup of government of U.S. government and <laughs> the, the structure of, of how decisions get made in this country too much, although, like. Honestly, I've been in a burn it all down mindset <laughs> for a couple of years now. But I will say that, Mac, I totally agree. There's I, I I held my nose and voted for Biden. I held my nose and voted for Hillary. I am seeing very diminishing returns on mm -hmm. my investments here. And I'm tired. Uh, like gloves have to come off. Clearly, the other side isn't interested in meeting halfway. Why, why do we have to meet in the middle when my beliefs, if anything, have just edged further and further to the left because I see this party that I thought I supported doing nothing to benefit my, my community? I mean, there are so many communities, but often the communities that, I, that I'm thinking of are extremely vulnerable where where is the help where's the love yep so yeah gloves off i'm i i don't know how to fix the government as it is but it's clearly not working but how how can scotus be stopped for for lack of a better question i mean if if it if the Overturning of Roe v. Wade, it was just the beginning, and they're already talking about additional uh, laws that they're looking at. And what's scary, of course, is that, you know, Bo, I, I, don't, I can't speak too intelligently about it, but I heard that, you know, the overturning of Roe v. Wade in certain states allowed for, like, laws that were passed in the 1800s or 1920s to all of a sudden, be, you know, take effect again. And and that's now the law. You know, it's thinking, it's 1920s thinking and, and 1800s thinking that's now governing rules around, you know, abortion and, and whatnot. It's just crazy that if they do continue to, to lift other or overturn other decisions, 
to to uh, AG's point, it's just we're just turning back the time, but not in a not in a good way. Right, right. It's the it's the surveillance and the criminalization of man. Where do we begin? Sex for one, pregnancy, and the viability of your ability to carry a fetus to term, as well as your ability to live in a consensual, functional relationship, however that looks in your home. I mean, Thomas has already named the cases where he wants to examine uh, access to birth control, the ability to to be in an LGBTQ plus partnership legally and in the eyes of the state. Um, what else was there? I mean, well, he was basically not... the... Sorry, go ahead, please. Oh, I was, I, I'm blanking on the other case that was alluded to, but I mean, what it comes down to is, yeah, the, the idea that the, the GOP wanted, has tried to present themselves as the no regulations, freedom <laughs> to be us party, but but not if you're gay, not if you're a woman, not if you are a person of color trying to not die when you set forth in the world. Yeah, that's like, the thing. They're just all skeet, skeet, so skeet over all that as long as it, uh, you know, it, it, when it comes to their stuff. It's just they're, they're giddy about it. That's the way I feel. They, they're like in this punch drunk mode where they're going to they got a 63 advantage. And they're going to take advantage of that for as many years as they can. And Clarence Thomas is an old motherfucker, but he's not old enough. And I'm, I don't wish any harm upon anybody. Don't wish any harm upon anybody. Don't wish any harm on anybody. I'm not going to wish harm on, on, on him. But he has the potential to live for 20 to 30 more years. And we've got young-ass uh, uh, religious uh, crackpots in the, the, the court. They're are not they, going are they religious? I mean, my impression of Gorish, like Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh. My impression of them is not so religious. much that they're religious. It's just that they are, Mm-mm. they are are susceptible to. I'm just going to say the Trumpian pressure machine. Okay. Yeah. So, like, they probably get their earful about this stuff all the time. And I don't know if they even care about religion or not, but it's the fact that they are beholden to somebody for their appointment. That is the problem here. So I, I, I think they're. I just, I, I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about them to say that they're religious. They maybe they are, but yeah, they're. they're it's not the problem per se. Much clo- I think it's definitely the problem. They're much closer related to the in, the the evangelical right of things, and they believe know. in those things. Well, was, didn't Comey Barrett or whatever her name is? She's the worst of them. Didn't she say something like, well, yeah, I'm religious, but I'm not going to allow that to, you know, to cloud my yeah. judgment. It's like, you know, whatever. All of them said that they, they would, they said that Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade was the established law of the land, and they lied through their fucking teeth, as they always do, and it just, right. they don't care. They're yeah. like, we're, we're here, there's nothing you can do about it. And there's nothing that we can do about it. There's literally nothing we can do about it. It's just really, it's it's tough when, like I said, I mean, religion seems to be like the the, the main other force that's going against um, these landmark rulings. So I think the one that you were maybe 
maybe blanking on Kim was about contraception. Mm. Or was it? Oh, the, yeah, right. Gr- like Griswold. Griswold. Okay, so you're saying Clark Griswold. Yeah, right. You're saying. <laughs> You're saying that, like, I, or now, I'm just going to use I, but I as a person who is able to get pregnant and carry a child must carry the child to term, regardless of how badly doing that might damage my body, despite the fact that that pregnancy may or may not be viable. But if I want to avoid that, I can't, because now you're you're limiting my access to contraception. Like, yeah, this it, is why people come, this is why people get pitchforks and <laughs> and aim them at White House lawns, not to allude to any dates in January, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, so, I think this is why the people come to America originally back in the 80s and 90s is because they're trying to escape this kind of shit. Yeah. You know, you know in these other countries. And now we've gone back way beyond. We're like... What are, where are we even now as far as that goes? Are we back in the 1800s? You know, uh, compared to other Western cultures, uh, it's it's really it's and I, and I have a unique, uh, not really that unique. I mean, my my mom was an uber hippie, and I remember she would make me at the time. I'm kind of happy, you know, proud of it now. But we would go and volunteer for Nairol. We would go stand outside of abortion clinics, and and stand there to help them go in and out. And there'd be people out there, the pro-lifers, exactly the pro-lifers who are again uh, from an NPR podcast I was listening to. uh, Generally, basically all white men. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of white women involved in that movement as well. But you know, but most of them, I'm like, there's there's a there's an abortion clinic that's near where I live right now, and there's a guy up the road, road, and there's always this one old guy that's there with with a sign, and he's like, you know, berating the women who are going in there, Uh, and it's again, it's like. There, you know, on that side, it's, you know, it's, it's clearly not a woman only <laughs> issue, but, you know, but I think, you know, it, on the, on the other side of that, it, there's just no backbone uh, from the people who should be defending it. You know, I yeah. mean, the Democrats, are, and I, I tweeted about this, Democrats are, are pretty much, you know, they're, uh, what did I say? Like they're, they are like. Uh, sort of alluding to like the Democrats don't have backbones against this Republican Republican threat, you know, because they're to your I point. Think they're so. In- Go ahead, Kim. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Oh, I was just going to say I think a lot of a lot of the Democrat Party, as it stands, is so entrenched in establishment that they're they say they're pro-choice. They say they stand with with people who support Roe v. Wade, but they still, they'll, they'll treat it as a wedge issue and like kick, kick it down the road as an election hot topic. If it serves them, like it's, it's gross. They're talking about, about real people being able to thrive as a a stump, like a, a, a point when they're stumping for votes. Like I hate it. It just seems to so weird to me that all the advantages that we had sort of built in in 2020, uh, all the things that we had in our favor going forward, the the you know the the issues that um, you know stand we're going to stand with George Floyd and we're going to stand for rights and we're going to stand for this we're going to stand for that, and all that sort of got forgotten for some reason. There hasn't been any fucking 
change of worth uh, of noting as it always happens with regards to um police reform uh to gun laws even though they came up with some red flag law that fucking florida has you know like as if that's like the great thing that we should be going to or is what desantis has uh and it, it just all these things that the democrats sort of forget it but they talk about it for a few weeks they get mad about it on camera and then they forget about it because they think that most white people or most voters don't really care about those things. Well, they don't care about it because you don't keep bringing them up and you forget about them. And if you really made an issue out of things and really made like, you know, as they did, as the Republicans did, as, as Trump did it, do it in a different way in a more productive way. What's the first thing Trump came, uh, came down and said after he came down that golden staircase, the golden escalator. You know, Mexicans are rapists and, mm-hmm. and, and murderers, and, you know, we've got to stop them from coming in. He attached right on to the major concerns of his constituents, and that's what they are. That's his constituents. And what does Biden do? He talks about it, but then he forgets about it. And <laughs> some of that could be because of age. Most of it's because the Democratic Party just doesn't have the balls or the pussy to, to get it done. And it's so disturbing right. to me that it continues year after year after year. It's like it, insanity is doing the same thing year after year after year. Yeah, you're eventually going to get back in power because people are going to see, uh, again, that the Republican Party is the most... They're interested in autocracy and, and authoritarianism, and you just do as you're told and put on your little cap and gown uh, if you're the... What do they call that show? The... Uh, Ku Klux Klan? Well, there's that. That's not a funny show. <laughs> Is that a show? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, ha- the Handmaid's Tale. Oh, Honestly, okay. there's a lot of them that I think are, would be totally on board with that kind of lifestyle. Uh, from the way that they talk and the things they, you know, the, the things they're going to push. So, you know, we need to get, like, not we, I mean, all of us who are more, pro- more, more progressive in, in trying to support candidates that will, will do it. And I, I didn't... Again, if it comes down to voting again between Biden, if he lives that long, and Trump for some reason in 2024, I'll vote for Biden again just because there'll be less damage done. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what else to do. You know, it, it, it worries me when I hear people in my circle, you know, basically express disappointment with the Democratic Party, especially here in, in, in our state of Oregon. And in the, in the city with, you know, with, with liberal thinking and whatnot, that they feel like their only decision is to vote Republicans in because they just don't want the same kind of things. And right. I'm like, and that's, not, that's the way not a solution. It. Right. Yeah. That is not. What do you think of that, Kim? <laughs> that says that says it all. What kind of wordless, what kind of wordless groan can I offer? Because <laughs> honestly, these things aren't binary decisions like the two-party system's inherently flawed and you don't have to vote republican if you dislike the democrats i often dislike the democrats and i live in a i live in a blue state mm-hmm. i mean i guess as far as our solutions one thing that i did want to discuss while you asked me here today is just to point out that the government might not save us. I mean, I hate, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, y'all, <laughs> but nah. they, they might not be it 
for us. However, we can invest in local communities and on the ground grassroots organizations who are who take active concrete steps to make sure that all individuals are provided uh, access to abortions and health care because I mean the phrase abortion is healthcare has become kind of glib in the last year or so, but it is. And you can look at a lot of current cases discussed on Twitter, but in, in other sources too, where people who just have unviable pregnancies and who have bodies who cannot expel the pregnancy naturally require abortions so they don't die. Like that's it's as simple as that. But yeah. there are local organizations that that are making sure that all individuals have the means to do that. Uh, so I'm going to look through my notes and share what I know as far as resources. So I would say the best way to help out those orgs are if you can donate to local abortion funds, and there are many in, in all of the states, if you go to abortionfunds.org, it's run by the National Network of Abortion Funds. They have a way for you to search by state to see, to see who serves wherever you live. And you could, uh, we live in the state of Oregon, but it might be even more important to, donate to funds in states like Texas and Oklahoma and Missouri and to pay close attention to the actions of organizations in states with the trigger laws. And I would agree. I, yeah. I, yeah, I advocate for, for going on that website because these are all independent organizations that like the people who volunteer and run their activities live in those communities and they they know what the needs are so you're not just like swooping in and saying like here take my money can you can you direct it only to i don't know like giving people pills or whatever like trust that the people who have been working for reproductive justice understand the communities they live in so there's abortionfunds.org. In this particular neck of the woods, there is Northwest Abortion Access Fund and Cascade Abortion Support Collective. Both those organizations have volunteer staff that drive patients to and from um, abortion appointments. They provide aftercare support. And as the fun part would allude to, they probably help with travel and procedure expenses for patients because we live in the U.S. and healthcare of any kind is not cheap. And I will also point to Indigenous Women Rising. I um, I can't really speak to their to the specifics of how they do on the groundwork, but. They are a national organization, and they take their cues from indigenous populations and the needs of that of those particular communities as far as access to birth control, uh, parent support, and reproductive rights. So that's my whole spiel. I hope that Edgar 
and possibly any other listeners today uh, go to the the National Network for of Abortion Fund site at least and get more info there because like when the the powers that be have decided to abandon you you have to you have to stand up with the people around you excellent information excellent recommendations and and definitely where you can impact more directly is where you can certainly and should certainly focus your energies on yeah there's definitely all this grander things that are that would continue to cause concerns and would continue to you know anger us but you know redirecting redirecting that energy to something a little bit more grassroots and a little bit more local certainly is a good start so excellent recommendations there definitely there's still a lot more to unpack i'm sure with this particular topic and and you know and especially as 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 things progress or regress um you know in terms of our scrot of this scrotus but uh, but any last words, final words on, on this topic, Kim? Oh, my gosh. Like, listen to stories of people who have had abortions. Like, listen to the stories of people who have benefited from having people in their lives who have had abortions, chances are you know somebody and whether you, they have told you explicitly or not, like you are probably impacted positively because somebody in your life had their right to choose. And I'm not speaking to the three of you. I know like you're, you're my friends for a reason. I just, it, it galls me when people are just, when men especially, but women, you know, just people who are like, well, it doesn't affect me. I don't know anybody who's had an abortion. I'm like, bitch, you probably do. They just, <laughs> they don't talk about it. You enough yeah. to, to discuss it. Yeah, so and really, it's, it, it's private. It's private. Like yeah. you, one is allowed to disclose as much about their medical history as they're, as they want. But I, I do like the trend now of people being pretty forthcoming about, about their abortions and how it was not like a, a, an agonizing decision. It just allowed them to be who they are. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, um, we'll take a quick break here. And, uh, when we come back, we'll have, we'll take things a little lighter, uh, just to kind of end on a, on a lighter note here. We'll be right back. <laughs> An additional set of recommendations. <laughs> Ooh, heavy, heavy, heavy shit. Heavy, heavy shit. No, I mean, that's exactly right, though. What you're saying is like, and what I was going to say is like, you know, you don't see people on the fucking street corner saying, I got an abortion, bitch. I'm, I beat you. I, 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 I won this. It's like nobody's fucking proud of it. You know, nobody sat there saying I mean, like, I think it's an amazing thing that they did. But it, it's, I think, it, and I think we should have space for people who are proud of it. Like I, there's there's no one voice that says like that that is equipped to say like this is the the right decision or this is the wrong decision. That's kind of what oh, yeah. we're getting at, right? It's sort of like, but you get to choose if it's yeah. right for you. If you don't get to choose, and you know, this is where we're at. I, I agree. I mean, I think, you That's know, it was, it was interesting. My, my, my mom told me that she had, uh, 
uh, before she had me that she had an abortion. So that was one of her biggest things. Like, you know, I want to fight for this right, you know, because, you know, it wasn't necessarily there um, early on. And, um, you know, I think some people, when they, they make mistakes and they have a, a one-night stand or they have a, a situation that comes up and, well, shit happens, right? And then all of a sudden it's like, you want to get these two dysfunctional motherfuckers to have a kid? You want to force them to have a kid? And they say, well, just we'll have, do an adoption. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Do you right. not understand? Right. It's like the, the lack of understanding of what happens after a kid of, is born and the lack of resources they put to that is mind-boggling. Let's make them have kids oh, yeah. and then not support them later whatsoever because it was a mistake. You know, fuck them. Oh, man, I, I, I do agree with you, but I'd even push back on the idea that, like, they don't understand. They understand perfectly. It's yeah. like, but they want to keep a certain portion of the population impoverished and disempowered by yep. having to just scramble and provide for family members that they didn't necessarily want. Like, that's in their the people that we're talking about are that's directly in their interest to make those people helpless and constantly at the mercy of whatever the government decides to throw at them. It's kept up the like, ghettos. That's, that's and, not and, by act. No, you're right. You're right. It's hundred percent right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's kept up our ghettos. It's kept up drugs in the communities and, and poverty is the lack of choice about what they can actually do in those places. Uh, they feel like they can't get out, so you might as well just go ahead and conform to whatever the government says. Whatever the government says, we got to get that massa, and 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 that's and, and that's the major problem right there is that that is exactly what's been going on for over a hundred years. All right, sorry, yeah. we got to get to more fun, to more, to, to more fun things now. So I mean, are, we you... decided to go heavier on our break. <laughs> we doubled down on that shit. Well, what's funny is that <laughs> now. What's funny no, is that, I, that. <laughs> What's funny is that I have audacity record, uh, record recording still in the background. Audacity or Odyssey? Ah. Audacity. So I recorded all, all of that. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I might. That's put that, that's good stuff. Okay, I, might I didn't put that know like, that. Uh, in a, uh, bastards uh, after hours or something. I like love that. it. Bonus right, bastards. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> bonus bastard. <laughs> Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. Welcome back from the break. Hope you made it a great one, Edgar. Uh, and I hope that you've you know kind of shaken things up, <laughs> shaken off the... Uh, the feelings of dismay and and uh, and defeat because uh, you know things are, things are going to look up at some point here soon um, and, and again start with you okay you can do you can do it uh, but uh, this is a part of the of the podcast as we wrap things up for uh, with uh, with some recommendations for you Edgar and whoever else might be uh, tuning in <laughs> and uh, but we'd love to uh, give our special guest the uh, the privilege of being able to provide us with our first recommendation so Kim go ahead. Okay, great. Um, since this is a podcast and all of us ostensibly know and enjoy other podcasts, I'll make a plug for just 
the darling of mine, which is 60 songs about the 90s, hosted mm. by Rob Harvila. And I know that we are all very, like, kind of on the same page as far as our musical interests, definitely on the same page as far as our uh, geriatric demographic. <laughs> and so we all have a soft spot in our hearts for the repertoire of pop music from the 90s. And every episode is a, a song that Rob Harvilo, who's a, a music writer, has decided is in a considered iconic for that decade. Um, I want to say the ones that I think are great gateways are definitely the episode of, about Doll Parts by Hole. Mm. Um, there, there was one about, oh, the one about the chronic is good, or yeah, yeah it's nothing but a G thing. Um, I'm trying to think of kind of one of the more non-conventional ones that might be a good gateway uh oh there's there was one that actually made me like put me in all the feels about one of the tom petty songs from that era but he talks a lot about like thinking of tom petty as like a dad band and he is a dad of three and so he talks about like his children in it a lot like that one that one got me but yeah just I find that as I'm working or like doing other shit that it's hard for me to pay attention to like serious podcasts. But if people are talking about music, that's like just in my sweet spot of I learn things and it's, it's light enough. That's cool. I mean, it, it's uh, it kind of reminds me of, a, of another podcast. I, I don't know if it still exists. I think it does called song exploder. So it's also another kind of, Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, music music po- podcast where it, they basically uh, di- di- do a deep dive on a particular song uh, by you know uh, by any of the the kind of current or even past um, pop or rock or, or singers or whatnot. So, and I think it's cool. And, they, and there was a, a brief Netflix show up about it as well. But it's kind of I think it's it's cool that to your to your point. I love that, I, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna subscribe to that because to your point, like if I don't want to. Because I was I was just reviewing my list of podcasts and it's all stuff that would make me basically be depressed after listening for three hours because it's all about like current news <laughs> and and you know and 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 NPR and whatnot that make me just so depressed and angry. So yeah, I think I'll switch gears. So thanks for that recommend. Any any other recommendations, Kim? I haven't tried it yet, but I have it on authority that. Trader Joe's sells horchata ice cream now. Ooh. Somebody needs to know about that and get back to me. <laughs> Absolutely. But not a recommendation, more just like, somebody try this. Well, Tell think, me. I think we'll task Edgar with that, and, and, and so he can make it, <laughs> do a book report or something. Uh, Fun essay. Action item, Edgar. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Mac, any recommendations on your end? Yeah. Uh, oh, hello. I was back up close there on that one i, I shouldn't have for once that. yeah <laughs> I, 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 my voice is never loud um i would say that uh one thing that i've been watching the last uh a couple weeks i got a couple of them again i've kind of got back into watching the moon night again mm. and how weird that is uh it's a weird show it's a disney show i know also obi-wan i love obi-wan i don't care what uh any of the haters say uh, it's extremely good. I don't, I don't give a fuck. It, I, I love it. 
all all of it. It makes me appreciate the uh, prequels a little bit. You'll die on that hill. I'm gonna die on that hill. I'm gonna die on the high ground for sure <laughs> on that one. Um, another one uh, that or something else we found. My wife and I the other day went to. There's a reincarnation of the Cenotopia. I can't remember the name of the damn place. It's on Powell and um, 39th or 3040th or something like that. Ah, shoot, I can't remember the name of the place. They've got a little bit of improvement to do on their customer service, uh, as Cinematopia did. But um, I'm glad that it's back because it had a lot of – it's a very small – it's like a little strip mall. It's a small place, but they had a lot – you remember they had they kind of had those um, – some of those walls where there was like there was like another movie that there was kind of go and there they had other TVs in, in the place that was kind of there was sports on here anyway it, it reminded you're t- me you're, you're talking about the Oregon Theater no the Cinetopia the one that was in uh, Bridgeport it's I, it's it's called like Cinema One or something like no, that no it's not it's not even that good oh. of a name it's not it's even by, that good of a name it's by Ho Ho's okay yeah yeah. And it I, was I good. I know what you're talking about. It, it, have it you been there? It's really nice inside. It's really nice inside. I haven't, but I, yeah, yeah, I thought it was kind of like, you know, like a special massage parlor. <laughs> like that's how it looks. From, it does look like that on the, the outside. Exterior, but it does. Yeah. But it apparently like you get private rooms for like film screenings, right? <laughs> No, there's there's there's, there's no like, private rooms. It's, it's like, like living the same room thing. theaters. It's right? like living but way better cuz living with theater I don't know. I I don't really like that place. I, I like the the seating that they have there. I like the, the the you know the popcorn. It was about as expensive as Cinetopia, but it it kind of brought me back to again like a 2012, 2011 kind of vibe of the place. And there's a lot of people in there. It was packed. A lot of families. So I think they've they've done at a smaller venue. It could probably work. Uh, but the movie that we saw was uh, Black Telephone which I actually really enjoyed. Uh, and if you like, uh, it was kind of a, it, the premise is kind of silly, uh, it, it, but it, when you get into it, it kind of reminded me a lot of, oh, did you see it? Did you find uh, it? it? It's Studio One. Studio One. Studio that's, 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 that's yeah, I saw how far off was I? <laughs> you said Cinema One. It's closer than Cinetopia. Asshole. Come well, anyway, on. That's a, a solid recommendation <laughs> there. Thanks. <sir. laughs> and then Black Telephone, the movie was really, really good too. If you like Stranger Things, you might like, uh, black Telephone. It's a paranormal uh, flick, so I would highly advise you're that. You're a paranormal flick. <laughs> your, your, your face is paranormal. Thanks for those recommendations. I'm sure AG will hop to that one. My only recommendation is a repeat recommendation, and that is The Boys, which just oh my God. wrapped so good. season four uh, <laughs> three. two nights ago. Season three. Season three. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I love the ending of season four. Three. Well, don't say anything because I still have I still have to catch up. It's I'm it's not good. giving anything away. It's just uh, it's the whole season has been really pretty intense. Oh yeah, and uh, so that's I mean that's kind of what's been gripping me. I can't think of anything else I've really been watching. The one other thing I will recommend, which I always recommend, which is Pluto TV, now has a British comedy channel, which shows all kinds of stuff which you're not going to see anywhere else. You're going to see Bridget and Eamon. You're going to see all kinds of uh, there's in betweeners. There's like all the stuff that's really hard to find over here. They have big blocks of it. They'll have Red Dwarf on all night, and you can't really get this stuff anywhere else without having to like pay, you know, iTunes or whatever. But there's so much good content on Pluto TV. It's like I don't need cable. I don't need it at all. 
And it, it reminded me, though, what you were saying about the emergency broadcast system is I never <laughs> hear that stuff because I'm not watching television. When right. I'm watching streaming stuff, it doesn't come up at all, which is a little bit strange because when you're watching stuff on there, you are sort of disconnected a little bit, not necessarily from your phone or whatnot, but you're watching something that isn't live, and I don't know that they would break in and if there was some sort of a national emergency. Probably not. So, there's no way. But it would come through your phone or something like that, right? But if you're not paying attention to your phone, there's, I mean, not everybody is just uh, has their phone in front of them all the time like I do. But uh, I don't anyway. Uh, so that, that did strike me as like, man, I have, not see, I have not heard an emergency broadcast test in years, and I don't know why. Are you recommending Propel? I actually am recommending Propel. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, Would you say it propels you forward or it, backward? It does. It propels, it propels me forward or at least keeps me level. Uh, it's a, it, We're getting endorsements up in this motherfucker, I mean, apparently. Uh, you know, this, this, is not a spon- this is not sponsored content, but if Propel wants to sponsor <laughs> us, absolutely. No, I mean, the Propel, I would de- highly recommend this over like any other electrolyte drink like, you know, like vitamin water, which is, I think, is, is, is piss, basically. Um, like if I, this is uh, amazing for, for rehydrating yourself after a night out, for sure. Guzzle a couple of these just before you go to bed. Guzzle one in the morning. I mean, I mean, it's good, good, good uh, ener- electrolyte drink. Zero calories, by the way. So Jesus. that's actually a good thing, too. And uh, <laughs> so, so is whiskey. See, I'm I, more of a Conpel kind of guy I myself, so <laughs> but, I'm not for this. But anyway, Propel. I, I don't know why I'm putting it on the camera like uh, anybody's going to see You better this. share some of these <laughs> fucking royalties. That's all I'm talking Propel. about. Propel. Kim, it was definitely a pleasure to ha- always have you on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, appreciate you joining us on this sunny day, um, and uh, and sharing your, sharing your thoughts, sharing your your insights, and and um, and again, great rec- uh, great recommendations for resources that uh, that you know we all should be we all should be looking up um, soon. And um, and I hope you enjoy the show. You're gonna see, you're gonna see the show this afternoon or this evening. I heard. Yeah. Um, okay. This is under the umbrella of first world problems, but uh, <laughs> Jordan and I are going to go see Krungabin at Edgefield. Totally stoked about that. Like parents are watching the child. Like it's going to be a nice night out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's seen or planning to see any shows at Edgefield anytime soon, but I will warn you that the recommendation or their rules for what you can bring into the venue now are bonkers and you really have to watch that shit before you go in because i've heard reports that they are extremely strict now like they'll bust out like the yardstick to determine like if your if your beach towel is too long if your skirt is too short no i mean just kidding (laughs) (laughs) like just like I don't know. I read somewhere that somebody brought these like brand new blankets that they had intended to sit on at one of the shows, but they don't allow blankets anymore. What? And they, the blankets did not like they exceeded the, the length or whatever requirement. And they were told to throw the blankets away, like not even like put them on a Fuck table that, and hopefully man. they'll be here for you to retrieve. Like they were told to ditch them like in the trash. That's super wasteful and wow. stupid. Wow. What if you have a bunch like, of they little... don't allow... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but it even gets worse. It's like they only allow clear bags, which has kind of become the trend, but like they're very strict about the measurements of the bags. And you can't even bring like diaper bags in now. So if you have like a baby, for example, 
just potty train the baby and don't <laughs> feed it, I guess, because you can't bring a diaper bag. Uh, it's can- just like it's not inclusive and there's no real logic. Like you could blame COVID, but no, like, no. bring diaper bags. Come on. They just want you to buy so, yeah, all their cruel. overpriced booze and, and, be- and terrible beer. And to, to go see because what I'd be doing is is I had a bag a diaper bag I'd be stuffing the shit out of that of like little mini Jack Daniels bottles exactly this is exactly right? why they're coming up with these I rules mean, god <laughs> damn it you we've we've got pockets in the chairs that we bought specifically to fit their height requirements nice. but, but like there's pockets in them so I, that is what I'm stocking in the I, That's, I'm just getting my my tampon and dousing it in and vodka and. Sh- up it goes, and like I'm good. Unless they start checking for that. Unless they start Tampons, checking for that. vodka, mm-hmm. birth control, whatever they just like. God, McMinimus certainly has gone down the drain. Bunch of Nazis. Whatevs. I know, and like the bar was low, but I mean, I've always loved seeing shows there in the summer because it's just so like it's pleasant, it's a vibe. But yeah, like way to way to make things less fun. <laughs> well, that's the. Uh... That's the goal of this podcast as well. So, <laughs> 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 goodbye.